What's up, everybody? First day of sleep post jet lag actually wasn't too bad. Um, I keep forgetting if there's new listeners. This is Stephen Scullion. This is my podcast documenting my training life, just everything in general, all the way, hopefully, to Tokyo 2020 Olympics. I recently raced Houston Marathon oh, just past this past Sunday. I ran a uh, personal best there, 214.34, pretty cool. Um, but this is just the, kind of the recovery process from that. And then we'll we'll pick a new goal in the future. But basically today, I think the podcast, I'm going to go through what I what I like to think about post-marathon what is what is worth doing post-marathon so like I if anybody listened to the podcast earlier in the week I had two ice baths the day of the race um both my hamstrings were in like agony real real serious pain so I ended up going straight I always 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 after a marathon I get straight into a hot bath and I think it's just because everything hurts like my feet hurt a bit like my legs hurt and and so if I get in that hot bath I just I don't know I can just relax and it's almost like for half an hour I forget that my fucking legs just ache everywhere and so that's really cool so I I get in this hot bath and um I text my physio and I said, hey, like, like both my hamstrings are in a real bad way. Like, what should I do? And and he replied, ice. So because most hotels have a ice machine, I, I basically just, well, my girlfriend did. I didn't do anything. I got out of the hot bath, emptied it poured a cold bath and we filled the tub with ice and and I did that twice now on Sunday when I when I lay in bed like we we were lying in bed actually this is a funny story I'm, I'm lying in bed I've just had the ice bath I'm shivering and because I'm shivering my hamstrings are recramping so I have to go get in the hot bath the hot shower again so I'm lying in the hot shower I don't even stand up I'm just lying there with like hot shower coming over me and and then I get back in bed and I, I kind of like sit upright but I can't straighten the bottom of my legs like my hamstrings are kind of they must be like locked up so I can't like straighten them but that's kind of the funny story it wasn't that funny so anyway here we are it's day so today's Friday so it's been Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday Friday absolutely amazingly after London I was well well on my way to running again at this point at the minute, my hamstrings, they're feeling better, but like I, I still can't like stretch or um, I did a little bit of stretching with a rope last night and like I have terrible range in my hamstrings as it is in general. My flexibility is not very good, but um, I, yeah, they're, they're not. I'm going to do a little jog this morning just because like it just feels like it's time to go for a little jog. But I mean, I might be running very slow compared to usual but sorry about that bit of jet lag i'll call it i'll probably moan about jet lag for the next week but there we are yeah so my 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 little tips there was like post race um i hot bath i think it's amazing i think it just helps relax i don't no one's ever told me to do that that's just something i like to do then 
I have a shower just to freshen up a little bit. Then I put on my compression um, leggings. And then usually, honestly, I go for like a, a pint or I, I go and hang out with friends because they've also raced the marathon. But this time we didn't. This time we just hung about the hotel and... Um, watched American football and went for a meal that night. And that's another huge thing. I eat a lot. Like you've just ran 26 odd miles. Like, you know, you gotta, you gotta like replenish. And I had like, I think I had pizza at lunch and then I'm pretty sure I had pizza for dinner with like a calamari starter. It was starter. It was absolutely delicious. I think I had about three bags of Haribo just because like my, my girlfriend asked me like, what would I want to eat? after the marathon and i just never want to eat anything like i'm sure you guys know the feeling i'm just like ugh, it, it doesn't appeal to me so i said to her like the only thing that i would probably crave is like cola balls or like sweets and jelly and and right now if that is like when when you've just finished it's really hard effort like it's you, you don't want to sit and eat a pasta dinner you know so like we brought these like Haribo and oh, I just found myself snacking on them straight after the race and then snacking on them all the way through the day. But look, it's not, it's not a bad thing. It actually really helps get energy back in the body. And, and so it's probably a good thing, but so that's, that's, um, compression socks, sorry, compression tights. I don't know if you guys have them. I think, I think they were like the first ever pair of compression, um, tights that I ever wore was probably like skins um now i like under armor has their own range of compression recovery stuff and the deal is that it's it has this i mean you guys read it because i'm really bad at selling it it has like it has like a whether it's infrared technology like and it's like newly new some kind of i'm I'm terrible anyway all it's supposed to do is when your body heat passes through this infrared stuff it supposedly rebounds back maybe it's not body heat but anyway it's supposed to generate more blood flow so i'm i'm okay with that you know that's a that's a pretty good perk um so i've been wearing them recently and i mean they're kind of my go-to they're like they're quite comfy they're they're not like super skin tight or they kind of have like a almost the i think they're built for sleeping so they have like a nice soft material to them and like i think they're wicked but that's if anyone seen my Instagram story, mine have a big rip because they were obviously too tight for my, my legs. And I, as I was pulling them up, I ripped them. That's okay. So that's that's what I stuck on straight away. So eat compression. I think compression just helps blood flow. Like I said, don't 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 like. I know I know it's like tempting to stretch and it's tempting to just just leave your body alone like it's it's really just gone through carnage and things will feel tight and sore and and that's because they are tight and sore and but that doesn't mean in a couple of days time they won't be okay. So I would advise not stretching. Just give your body 24 to 48 hours to process and inflammation reduce and and all things like this and and then you'll know in, in a couple of days' time where your body's at. If it's sore, if there's sore bits, then you can address those. Um, actually, a lot of the sore stuff the day after, it might kind of fade away within two to three days. I think walking helps. Not that I've been told that, but I just think that's good to get a bit of blood flow going again. But now we're like day, this is like day five. I went for massage last night just because... I feel like it kind of got to the point where 
My body had done as much recovering as it could. I had Epsom bathed a few times and like a little bit of self-massage in the Epsom bath, but nothing really, nothing really worth talking about. But last night I went for a proper massage. It was a really good massage. Most of my body's okay, except for the hamstrings. They they both kind of, the masseuse wasn't really able to, I mean, I let him work through them and he actually went back to them and was able to sort of put more pressure the second time than the first time so that's always good and and I mean I'm really like no I'm not like gluten but like I I don't shy away from peeing when I'm getting massaged like I don't I'm just used to it I don't bother but like it wasn't that they were it was too painful to get deeper massage it just wouldn't have been beneficial so we kind of worked a little bit through them and I definitely think the range improved. So I'm going to now have to start working on hamstring range, lengthening them again. And it's almost like they've probably lost a, a lot of flexibility in that marathon. And it's important to sort of stretch them out. And and so get the body back to the where it was before the marathon. How do we do that? Me personally, that's what I talk about. I talk about treatment. This next two weeks is going to be like heavy treatment. Like I go for physio today. Um, I'll probably go for massage on Sunday again. And then I'll go for physio on Monday. And and massage to me, massage and physio are different. So massage is very hands-on treatment. And and some some physios are, are very hands-on treatment and and. My physios are a combination of both. So I'll get some physio and it'll be specific hands-on treatment. But also my physios have done things like rehab program, activation program, warm-up protocol. There's Their role um, is more to get the, the muscles ready pre-training and then assess things post-training, I suppose you could say. So... Like what I'll do with a physio, he'll probably check that range and he'll see that it's not where it needs to be. We might start trying to diagnose what happened during the marathon, maybe for the hamstrings to do that. Um, we might also look at some kind of strengthening stuff over the next week or two in terms of like rehab. Like, hey, you've lost a bit of strength in your hamstrings. Hey, this is what you need to do. And, and so there is a subtle difference between physio and masseuse there's there's a big gray area because some physios and some masseuse therapists cross over and they do both and that's pretty cool but i i've seen my massage therapist since i was a kid maybe like 12 13 years uh yeah maybe like 13 14 i suppose years of age you could say so i i'll continue to see him probably until the day i retire when i when i whenever that happens but that's what's quite cool so so plenty of massage, plenty of physio, that'll really help. And then obviously at some point I need to, today I'm going to jog because I kind of want some feedback for the physio. So it's not so much like I'm going for a run, it's more let's just get a bit of feedback for the physio. But actually it probably feels like it's going to be Monday before I'm running again now, which I mean I haven't taken a week off in poof, two years since I've been back running. My lowest week of mileage was 50 and that was after Dublin Marathon, I believe. And that's in the last two years. So if I take a week off, that's like, that's crazy. But 
I mean, I'm not like there's no there's no like antsiness or whatever you would call it. Like I, my body needs it, and I'm okay with that. Like, and that's I'm not usually like that, but for some reason, like I said, I've just came into this really good mind frame where it's fine. Like I'll take I'll take the week off and I'll let my body calm down. I don't care about fitness. I can build fitness once I'm healthy again. I I don't. Everyone will say, oh, you don't lose any fitness in a week. And, and then they take a week off and watch them squirm because they are so upset they're going to lose a bit of fitness. You know, that's what you have to be careful. Some people throw out this advice and then it's hilarious when they're in that position. I, I genuinely think you do lose fitness in a week. Like, I always have. Like, well, I think everyone's body's different too. But when you've built consistency and and I mean consistency every day if you didn't lose fitness in a week I would take a week off every fourth week you know what I mean so it's a load of fucking horseshit when someone says you don't lose fitness in a week and it just winds me up but anyway you don't lose a lot of fitness if you've built a lot of consistency but you I feel like you kind of lose that that little edge that you had and I always talk about this little edge sorry I don't but I, in my mind, I do. I think you have this little edge that's like if you've built consistency day after day, week after week, you feel this little like, I'm going to say something really corny here, but like that, like I have a tiger, that that just extra little bit of something. And then when you take like a week off or like you miss three or four days of consistency, I, th- I feel like that's what you lose. You don't lose all the hard work like, but you you do lose that little edge. And sometimes it can take a couple of days to come back. Sometimes it can take a couple of weeks. But I guess coming back from marathon, like I said, you've also lost a bit of strength, maybe some range. And, and so you got to get those things firing again before you're going to feel like pretty good again. Up until recently, I've usually been coming straight off the marathon block and going into I suppose like a 10k type block of training because I I feel like in the marathon I'm doing all this longer stuff and then like it seems simple to go back to the shorter stuff but I think it does help people say like speed I I probably have the exact same speed when I'm training for my marathons definitely this one like we kept in touch with speed side of things not like all out speed like I had in the summer for like track and European champs and but certainly like certainly enough speed like we ran a we did six by a mile a lot of weeks maybe maybe like maybe it's like eight weeks ago I think it was back in November and I did the first mile in 422 you know like it's not it's not like I don't have any speed like I, I definitely have some but it's not but it's not what it was in the summer in the summer it was it was actually getting really good again but that's because I was working it if you don't if you don't work on your turnover of your speed you're not going to have it so probably throw in some speed get the legs turning over again I don't just in case we do London I don't want to move too far away from marathon so what I mean by that is for the marathon you've trained your body to burn fats as best you can and so like if I go down a path now of heaps of 10k stuff for example and start burning lots of carbohydrates i'm just gonna have to rechange that system again if i'm gonna do london but at the same time remember that post-marathon race you've lost something you've lost a bit of strength you've probably lost a bit of turnover you've probably lost a bit of speed so you do have to do something to build those back up i once read that the kenyans do like a 
like a hill circuit they do like hills they do like burpees they do like split squat jumps you know they do like a lot of stuff like this like strides and 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 supposedly the reason is because they believe that during the marathon you lose strength and muscle and 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 I would believe it. It's twenty six miles, and it's a long, long way, and the the body really breaks down. But I also think it depends how well you've trained. So because I had already gone twenty two and twenty four miles pretty fast at altitude, perhaps my body w- was a bit better equipped to deal with the distance. Now that doesn't explain why my hamstrings became a mess because I didn't. Every time someone asked me why do you do those long fast runs, I said, "Oh, it's." It's for my fitness, but it's also for my quads, hamstrings, and glutes, so that they're used to handle in the distance. Apparently, not well enough, but there you go. So no, that's that's it. Like it's there'll be a tiny plan put in place for the next like probably like ten days to get me to next weekend, and and then I'll stick to it. I'll 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 it'll probably only involve very small bits of running and maybe like a little bit of gym stuff again next week, but. It's going to be very simple. I'm going to restart the rehab stuff this weekend. So my groin stuff and a little bit of lunges and like glute bridges and stuff just to reignite that routine. And oh, I had the best dinner last night. I had had a plate full of chips. It was ridiculous. My chicken burger wouldn't fit in the plate. So I had to keep it in a carton. And then I had a big chicken burger with onions and mayonnaise. Um and then I poured gravy sauce over half my chips because sometimes I still like to have. But I actually bought a can of Fanta lemon and I forgot about it, so it's just sitting on the bedside table here. But no, I I've really enjoyed these couple of days to just wind down and look, guys. Thanks again. There was there was a lot of people messaging me like. Uh, they were asking me about like things I'd never heard about before. It was like, hey, like, cause, cause I think I was rambling about like, um, being broke and like, I, I wasn't joking, like, you know, and, and I, I promise you, I did not mean that in a like, hey, you know, like, help me out kind of way. Like, I just wanted to explain that, that, that is the kind of, that's the difficulty I face. You know, I was talking to a journalist yesterday and I was telling him that like, I had told people like quite bluntly that, you know, like this is the reality and I have to call my parents in the airport and say, hey guys, like this is like maybe like 10 o'clock UK time, like maybe two nights ago. And I'm saying, hey, like you might need to send me some money. And 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 they were like, do you not have any? And I was like, well, no, like I have some, like, and, and I mean, when I say some, we're talking like 50, 60 quid in my bank account. And, and, and they're kind of like, and I, and I basically told them that like, look, I don't want to get on this plane arrive in Dublin and something come out of my bank account and me not be able to afford the bus up the road. And like, I don't know, maybe I've just got used to it. When I say that out loud and I know that people are going to listen to this and it becomes real, it, it is it is quite sad. But at the same time, like I've just got so used to it that, that that's just where I'm at. Like, you know, I, I, I just, I, I deal with it. And then I come back to Belfast it's almost like I come back to Belfast, I shower and I get on my little road bike and I cycle into the town and I just look for some web work on my laptop. I sit in a coffee shop and I, I try to find some work and that'll, that'll be what I'll do over the next week of my life now and I'll try to find a few projects and and then I do them and, and once they're tidied up then I can start thinking about like 
hey, like, what could it do for the next tree? And I'm blocking. It's not the worst thing in the world. It is what it is. But so I think because I've kind of been so blunt and so open and so honest about this, like, um, like a couple of people reached out to kind of, I guess, offer a little bit of support. And, and that that's so, so kind. Like, you know, I, I like, honestly, when I started this, it was not it was not a recruiting podcast or a or like some way to like it benefits me because I like sharing and that's just the person that I am and and um I like to share my experiences I think people can benefit I think I have a way of talking that call it resonates with people or people relate to it and it's relatable and and so like maybe maybe it's just a good thing that I do it I think this is one of the best things I've ever done in my life because the feedback has just been phenomenal and um so no, I guess people decided they wanted to like reach out and and so I I I a guy Instagram messaged me and told me about this company called Kofi, um and I just set up a page and I think you like a couple of people made like a like a couple of pounds like maybe like six pounds I think it is or three pounds um like little donation and and uh, I don't know like I was a bit hit and miss about it but at the same time like if 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 people want to show some love about that or like show a bit of support like I'm I'm definitely not going to complain and um I kind of got this idea then like that maybe like like at the end of the day like I kind of it might be a situation where sometimes I need little bits of support and then other times I don't. So like, so for example, right now I kind of do post marathon and the way things were like, it's really cool. But then probably when it gets to the point where like, I don't need the support when I've done some web work or I get some funding. Well, I'm actually thinking what I'll do is I'll, I'll buy one of the, um, I was looking at them last night, like these like GoPro cameras and, maybe like it'd be quite fun like I know I do the podcast and I think that's a really cool thing but some people have asked for like videos of like the activation stuff and the gym stuff and and so maybe I could do like I don't want to like I just like talking so I like this part of it but maybe maybe like a GoPro would be quite useful for when I'm running in Flagstaff and it's really pretty or like I said the gym stuff the activation stuff I think it'd be a lot easier to just show you guys sometimes a lot of the crap that I'm talking about um but yeah look things are gonna get pretty cool I'm gonna recover as much as I can oh sorry yeah that that Ko-Fi thing is it's in my Twitter bio and it's in the Instagram bio so I mean feel very free to jump on there and please don't make fun of me. That'd be mean. Um, but yeah, look, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, things are going to get pretty exciting over the next week. Like I'm, I'm hoping that when I start running again, then I can actually start getting excited about what I would plan for next. I I honestly believe if I, if I get things sorted with London Marathon, everyone close to me doesn't really want me to do it because they're kind of like, well, you know, you've just did a marathon and world champs are in October, it would be ambitious to turn that around, and I, and I get that, I understand that, but I, I also know my body, and, like, I'm, I don't think it would be ambitious, like, I, I think I could go to London, and, and really crack, and run really fast, and, like, I, I quite like, I think in life, if you know you can do something, and you have a feeling about something, and, say, for example, you run a race, and, doesn't quite work out or you get the drinks wrong or you just know you miss something and you really know a quick fix like I know a quick fix for London 
go the right way and fix my hamstrings. And if I, like, that's not that difficult to do. And then all of a sudden, you might be racing home in like 213 or 212 something, you know, so that's really exciting to me. And I'm kind of one of these like, well, if I think I can do it, go bloody do it. Don't fucking talk about it for 10 days or three months. Just go do it. Prove it. And so maybe that's something that I have to kind of look into. But as I said, we're still waiting to hear back from London. And at this point, I'm I'm not entered. And at this point, I don't even know if there's space in the elite field. Like I'm sure you guys seen it. Even with 214.34, I'd be ranked like 25th on paper. But gotta tell you, I've been ranked 25th on paper before and ended up 12th. So that's all I'm going to say there. But Look, guys, yous are absolutely fabulous. Well, I hope yous are all fabulous. It's only me chatting today. But, oh, it was actually Ask All Friday. Oh, feck. Completely forgot about that. It looks like I'm going to have to do two podcasts today because I'll have to answer some questions later. But have a, have a cracking day, all. I'm going to go for a jog. At least I can tell you before Ask All Friday how the jog goes. But, yeah, have a good day. Bye, bye, bye. Oh, I'm going to buy a, a windproof headset so i can ramble when i'm running some days too maybe i'll go do a hilly run and then i'll just moan the whole time about how shit it is and how tired i am right guys honestly have a good day bye 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 bye